Hey everyone, welcome back to all my listeners. And if it's your first time finding me, thanks so much and welcome. This is episode number seven of my seventh season. Today is Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. My name is Sonal Patel, and this is the Paint the Medical Picture podcast series. Now, do know, I'm seeing lots of snowflakes fall and all kinds of colorful fall leaves swirl in these crazy gusty winds as I record this episode. Yep, so both snowflakes are falling and golden, red, orange leaves are falling at the same time right here as I record this episode. So I hope autumn is treating all of you much better than it is me. But you know what? I can never seem to make that epic trip that I'm always dying to take to Vermont or upstate New York at this time of year to do my leaf peeping and try my hand at tapping some maple trees. Those are two things that I really want to do, but fall is such a busy time in healthcare that I have not yet made that journey specifically for this time of year. I go to Vermont often and New York often, but not during this time of year, again, because healthcare is so busy. But I am heading to Paris to get my continuing education units for both of my credentialing bodies. So at least I can practice my French and eat croissant and croque monsieur. But as you know from my previous episodes, haha, the joke's on me, right? I know, I'm not going to Paris, but I'm going to the other Paris, which is still in the US. But all right, you guys, so what's going on for today's podcast? So again, I was hinting at how healthcare is just so busy in the autumn season. So you know what? I'm going to continue on this grab bag month. I'm going to issue another episode today on this grab bag month. It's going to be filled with my newsworthy updates, which include the facts that our PHE has extended once again, and happy, happy, joy, joy day. My ICD-10-CM 2023 book finally arrived. It arrived a bit late, but it is here. So that, to me, is newsworthy. And, of course, the COVID-19 boosters for children as young as five years old have been FDA-approved. And I'm going to be shining that spotlight again on the third week of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And of course, I'm gonna be diving into my compliance tips and recommendations today on timely filing. And I'm gonna close out today's episode with a remarkable quote on purpose and impact by Mark Twain. If you checked me out on LinkedIn, you guys know I'm all about compliance and protecting our physicians and valued healthcare professionals when it comes to the business of medicine. I hope this week with me, brings you enough to take back to your organizations, to want to dive in deeper, to use my tips and best practices to ensure success. I hope this podcast will help you boost quality of documentation capture and improve coding accuracy as you help all of your providers paint the medical picture. If you like what you're hearing, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button now so you don't miss another episode. Please write in a review and kindly drop me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to my podcast. I'd really love your support. And as always, a friendly disclaimer. Remember, I'm bringing you the news, current healthcare industry news, my compliance tips and my recommendations based on my over 12 years of experience in front office, in back end, in coding, and in billing for multi-specialty physicians, in compliance, and in auditing for both ENM and surgical operative reports. These are my opinions alone and are not to be construed as legal advice.
So let's get into Newsworthy. So you know I developed my grab bag feature of Newsworthy because some weeks are just packed with so much news. And you know the autumn season is always ripe with updates. So first, I wanted to let you all know I finally received my hard copy of the new Fiscal Year 2023 ICD-10-CM codebook. Much less paper dust this year, much less paper snow, thank goodness, in this enormous 1,364-page book from the AAPC. But I was dying to see the new chapter-specific guidelines at the front of each and every specific chapter. I know it will make things easier for so many. Something so simple, but ever so useful. And I'm so glad and thankful that the AAPC finally heard all of us saying this time and time again. So thank you. Now, second, my newsworthy grab bag feature. Xavier Becerra, the Secretary of Health and Human Services under Section 319 of the Public Health Service Act, renewed the public health emergency. So what that means is that the PHE status officially renewed and has been extended. Effective just a few days ago, October 13th, 2022, for another 90-day period. So that means it'll be through January 11th of 2023. Now, let's keep in mind that there is that fine print, that caveat on the PHE status renewal declaration that states may still receive a 60-day notice prior to the termination of the public health emergency declaration. So what that means is it's important to keep abreast next month in mid-November to see if we do get that extra time, those 60 days to help organizations, practices, and providers with transitioning. Let's move on. My third grab bag item features the FDA approval of the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine bivalent, which has been authorized for use as a single booster dose in individuals six years of age and older. And also, the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine bivalent is authorized for use as a single booster dose in individuals five years of age and older. And according to the FDA, a single booster dose with an updated bivalent COVID-19 vaccine provides broad protection against COVID-19 and is expected to provide better protection against COVID-19 caused by the currently circulating Omicron variant. Now, if you are eligible for an updated bivalent COVID-19 booster, the updated booster dose that you receive does not need to be from the same manufacturer that made the vaccine that you received for your primary vaccination or your previous booster with the monovalent COVID-19 vaccine. So remember, the bivalent COVID-19 vaccines include a component of the original virus strain to provide broad protection against COVID-19 and a component of the Omicron variant as well to provide better protection against COVID-19 caused by the Omicron variant. These are called bivalent COVID-19 vaccines because they contain these two components. A bivalent COVID-19 vaccine may also be referred to as updated COVID-19 vaccine booster dose. And my final fourth grab bag feature features Breast Cancer Awareness Month. 
So remember, I've been sharing more information here each week to further awareness as well. So I've decided to focus on the National Breast Cancer Foundation this entire month of October. Now, be mindful, in years past and on my LinkedIn blogs, I've devoted my attention to other cancer hospitals and other organizations that are rich in resources as well. Now, the National Breast Cancer Foundation has dedicated a week to empower. Feeling empowered is vital when facing a breast cancer diagnosis. For some, this means being able to make their own decisions for their course of treatment. For others, empowerment can come from something as simple as wearing their favorite sweater to chemo appointments. This month, the National Breast Cancer Foundation encourages all of us to be vulnerable, to be honest, in order to feel empowerment during a breast health journey. Remember, there are over 3.8 million breast cancer survivors in the United States. And now it's time for my best practice tips in trusty tip. So in today's compliance tip, I wanted to focus on timely filing for Medicare. Now Medicare has one of the longest timely filing requirements and it's one year, but it's important to know the timely filing requirements for all the payers in your payer matrix because they could be as little as 30 days. The Medicare Claims Processing Manual, Chapter 1, for general billing requirements, houses the fine print. And I want to read some of that out loud to you. But please be mindful and take the time to read all of the applicable sections on time limitations and exceptions, etc. Because I'm just going to be providing you with a snippet. Now, in Section 70, which is titled Time Limitations for Filing Part A and Part B Claims. It states, quote, Medicare regulations at 42 CFR 424.44 define the timely filing period for Medicare fee-for-service claims. In general, such claims must be filed to the appropriate Medicare claims processing contractor no later than 12 months or one calendar year after the date the services were furnished, end quote. Now moving on, in section 70.1, which is titled Determining Start Date of Timely Filing Period, Date of Service, it states, quote, in general, the start date for determining the 12-month timely filing period is the date of service or from date on the claim. For institutional claims, which means those hospital types of claims on the UBO form, excuse me, on the UBO4 form, that includes span dates of service, or the through date on the claim is used for determining the date of service for claims filing timeliness. Certain claims for services require the reporting of a line item date of service. Now moving on, it states, for professional claims, which means that CMS 1500 form, that HICFA form, submitted by physicians and other suppliers that include span dates of service, the line item from date is used for determining the date of service for claims filing timeliness. This includes DME suppliers and rental items. If a line item from date is not timely, 
but the to date is timely, contractors must split the line item and deny the untimely services as not timely filed. Claims having a date of service on February 29th must be filed by February 28th of the following year to be considered timely filed." End quote. So, it's important to keep track and calendar timely filing requirements according to Medicare and all of the payers in your matrix. Keep in mind, many of the Medicare administrative contractors, those MACs, have tools that you can use for your dates of service to help you be mindful of their timely filing requirements. And finally, I focus Season 7 Spark on purpose and impact. I want this seventh season Spark to be filled with our world's thought leaders, writers, artists, philosophers, everyone who inspires the need for purpose and impact in all we strive to do. So, in this week's inspiring quote, in Spark is from American author Mark Twain. The two most important days in life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. So very true, right? I think this is an amazing quote that reminds us that our purpose is one of the greatest things we do while on earth. This quote reminds us that when we realize our purpose, we can take the steps needed to actualize our purpose. We have to embrace and serve our purpose. We have to relentlessly recognize that purpose, drive that purpose, spread that purpose to achieve our greatest impact. I am happy Mark Twain's spark still burns brightly in all of us today. So that wraps up today's episode. And as always, I appreciate you diving into today with me. If you want more information from me, please go ahead and follow me on LinkedIn. I'll leave links to everything in the show notes below. Now, I just want to give a very big shout out to my good friend, Kimberly Jolivet Williams. She's been a guest here on my podcast, and she serves as one of the best educators I know. She has an incredible business of healthcare colloquium that's going into its second year and taking place virtually on November 12th and November 13th. Now, I will be speaking at this Business of Healthcare Colloquium alongside other industry leaders and my friends that I have had the pleasure to have on my podcast as well. Terry Fletcher will be there. Rosemeen Bapat will be there. Jennifer McNamara, Betty Hovey, Christine Hall, and so many other incredible professionals as well will be speaking over the two-day weekend, November 12th and November 13th. I'm going to make sure to leave links to it in my show notes as well, so you too can sign up and get some much-needed, fantastic education, as well as CEUs will be offered. Now, in my last thoughts today, please remember to try and donate money and goods where you can. It's almost the Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa season, so try and foster a family in need. Do what you can to give back. And of course, I know, I understand completely that we have to replenish ourselves too, right? So try and carve out some time for yourself to prevent burnout. Try and do things for yourself if you're already afflicted with that 
ridiculous amount of stress and burnout in your everyday life, in your work life. There are so many calming candles you can utilize. There are meditation apps on your cell phones, be it iPhone or Android, and you can take classes as well. You can try your hand out at writing, put those feelings down on paper. You can take long walks, get out there and take in a sunset or a sunrise whenever you can. And don't forget, this is October and try and support Breast Cancer Awareness Month each and every day. Dress up in pink, pink earrings, pink t-shirt, a pink brooch, a pink hat. There's so much pink everywhere. So don't forget, you guys, do your very best to have your own amazing week ahead. Thank you so much for listening in on today's episode. And I hope every week with me brings you closer to helping your providers paint a masterpiece. See you next Wednesday.